Welcome to Spilling with G. This season, I'm joined by my best Judy Chris to serve, drink, and spill the tea on the best and my favourite TV show in the whole wide world, Ripple's Drag Race, the All-Star 7 edition. Hello, Spillers. We have stupidly, I'm going straight in, we have stupidly decided to record on the hottest day of the year. You will be listening to this when it's a distant memory, but it is hot. So we're going to keep it short and snappy tonight. We're going to keep this to under 30 minutes if not shorter, because I don't have a fan on because it it disrupts the mic. Chris, how are you? Well, I'm currently um, dialing in over Zoom chatting to you with nothing but my boxer shorts on. So <laughs> there, there is a visual for all our dear listeners. Um, yeah, this is this is where we're at right now, folks. <laughs> I'm, I'm very lucky. Look at me go. You are off to uh, your holly bobs tomorrow, which is very exciting. Yes, I am indeed. So I will be bowing out of duty next week um but i'm i'm hopeful that you will have a special guest join you next week i will probably be replacing one scott for another and we'll let we'll let spillers figure that one out chris let's just i'm not gonna i'm not gonna faff about i'm not gonna do any stuff today i'm just gonna i've got a couple of points that but i want to focus obviously on the roast and on the runway so let's just do a couple of points and then we'll go into it um the the idea of the secret plunger is no more yeah everyone is now knowing that there is no such thing yes and raja raja bringing the c word to the you know the general public and we love to see it she was yeah. not best please let's say that there was no. no secret to be revealed but of course as always she was in on the door Book. yeah yeah I thought it was fun I I thought good good way good like I love the idea that she felt humiliated but in like the funniest <laughs> of ways um balloon popping how do you feel about this being the way that balloon popping balloon popping uh not balloon taking um positionings <laughs> so it determining positions how do you feel about this um, well, I thought it was a fun, fun way to mix it up. Like, obviously, normally with roast challenges, someone has the sort of duty of putting that in order. Yeah. So that this kind of left um, it up to chance, which I, I liked that mystery of it. Um, and, you know, like if we're going to have a little five minute segment of um, two absolute dishes, um being the sort of board for balloons to be popped off of, then who am I to stand in anyone's way? (laughs) I just thought that they were in tights. (laughs) It was just, it was like they had just like half got on their superhero costume. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) I thought that was quite entertaining. Yeah. Fun. I like the idea that it was, it chose positioning. I like that it was done by colors. However, I don't feel like it was very mixed up. It was like all no. the middles and then the end and the and the start. But that left it up for quite a nice, like, wh- who's it going to be between Raja yeah. and Viv? And then when Raja got the first, like, the opening spot, Viv was like, but do I still get to pop the balloon? <laughs> she was obviously desperate to get involved. For me, the highlight of the whole thing was Jinx asking, can I ask Bryce to face me? <laughs> So good, so funny, so fun, and yeah, just like just like humoured 
I like that sort of stuff. It's it's gentle and it's everyone can have a good laugh. Also, it's a mini challenge because we really haven't had any this season. Absolutely, absolutely. Jumping right forward, strategy of the twinners. So this idea that they're together, obviously oh, they're mumbling, no. everyone knows it. <laughs> <laughs> um but I like what they they were saying. So Ben has been saying for weeks, okay, well, you don't block the person. You don't block the person who's at the top because it's already at this point, it's guaranteed they're going to be there. So you yeah. might as well do something different. Absolutely. And I really liked, I really love, they think they're so subtle. They're like, oh, do you have any jewellery that, can I show you this? To, um, to go off and, and whisper. Um, and in terms of like their strategy, I completely agree with. But that whole that whole little minuet, that whole little scene that ended up with Jinx, Evie, and Shay, and Shay comes up to Evie and Jinx and goes, "Peas and carrots, peas and carrots, peas and carrots," <laughs> and that just that brought me back to every school show where the ensemble had to give all the. Bum, bum, bum. And I I, I just loved for that. Um, I'm going to pause you there for one second, Chris. My door is banging like no tomorrow because there's a breeze in the room all of a sudden. Thank Jesus. I think it's about to storm. Give me two seconds to shut my door. (laughs) No problem. I really bloody hope it storms. Um, Anyway, back to what we were talking about. Um, Next on my list, Sarge, Wintergreen Returns. Everything. Ginger Minge could never. Literally. She was, she storms down that runway. She gave a little bit of sass and then completely couldn't be bothered. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Oh, this lot. Absolutely amazing. And the Kennedy monologue that she gave was death's kiss. I'm, I'm surprised that they weren't able to get Kennedy there to do it. I almost like that they didn't even more because yeah. we, really, we got this minute where at first I was a bit unsure as to backtrack a little bit when we did get Kennedy and yeah. the, um, the workroom. The reaction of the Queens, I, to me, said that they just had a blank screen to react to. Yeah, because I, I think that they would have been like, Kennedy! Yeah. And there wasn't any of that. That's what I think. And then I think after that little bit, they were told what it was going to be and they got the joke. Yeah. So that that was that was brilliant. But for them to bring Wintergreen in, and bear in mind, this would have pro- probably been filmed while there was still a sort of element of COVID restriction. Yes. Yeah. So Kennedy may, may or may not have been able to get in because of that. But I just thought to think, Give a little nod to Shay and Trinity's season nine sister, Wintergreen. I thought that was genius. And I thought Wintergreen absolutely smashed it. Yes, 100%. And also in Untucked, Sarge is still behind the camera dressed as Wintergreen. And it's just brilliant. It's just, I just, just love it. I think it's so it's so lovely to also see a heteronormative male that goes home to his wife and his kids be so open and be so just supportive and loving yeah. of the community opposed to seeing the, a stereotypical straight man who is very home like homophobic. 
Yeah, and I also think that it speaks volumes for the community that's created on that show. Um, I feel as though, like, as soon as Wintergreen was there, Michelle was dying. Yeah. Like, Ross was dying. Um, and all the queens were, like, just couldn't believe it. And I, I just think that shows you how, you know, much they all kind of look out for each other. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think I think it was a surprise for them as well, which was quite nice. Um, I'm going to go straight in. Let's just bash out the roast. Let's do it. I've kind of written like a, a quote from each of them or that I thought was like really well. It is storming, I think. I think it's raining. It's raining! It was Yay! raining a little bit back here, but because I was in, as I mentioned before, my boxer shorts, I didn't go out in the rain. <laughs> but I was really desperate to go out in the rain. It is it's raining. Oh God, you're getting a wild, wild show, uh, Spillers, this week. <laughs> um, so, roast. Raja goes first. So, um, my favourite kind of comment is this idea of um, hairline in receder, which was Monet's joke. Brilliant. That's what I wrote down as well. I, I What I loved about Raja's delivery was her laughs at herself <laughs> during it. I thought that, I genuinely think that really added to it. Yeah, I just I just think she's so cool, and I want to be oh, I want to be so Raja cool. when I'm older. So I think, cool. I think as everyone does, I feel like I desperately want to be Raja when I'm older. She's amazing. Yeah, she's, she's amazing. really cool. Um, Evie. So first of all, this wig was horrendous. Just put it out there. So I've got, oh, I got two actually for Evie's, which mm-hmm. is surprising. Fave winner of All Stars Four is Monet. Thought that was quite funny. Genius. Because such a slight to both of them. Perfect. Yeah. But Perfect. also the fact that everyone had to figure it out. It's not yeah. one of those jokes that's like, dum dum. Like actually you have to figure it out first and then you laugh. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. And then the other one I put was um about Jinx having her hairline done and going, yeah, that's the problem. I'm just going to give you a minute so you can work out what it is. I loved it. It was so yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, really good. Then on to Shay. So this, mm, it makes me really sad. Um, so she has this continuous joke of this idea of like skinny little bitch. Jade is a skinny little bitch, um, which I love the like the tempo, the way that she says it. And uh, the, the repetition of it was just perfect. Yeah. It reminded me of Sasha Velour's Michelle Visage is so Jersey. Yeah. Like, and I like that sort of setup every time. The the sort of um sort of staccato skinny little witch was so yeah. so great. Um and yeah, I I like that. That that was probably my favorite part of the of the roast. Yeah, the like bless her, I was just like she was though she was there but she wasn't quite yeah. in the in in there do you know what i mean she was outside knocking on the door but she wasn't yeah. inside the house yeah shout out to the the jay dyson's hall is such a skinny little bitch that she goes in a hall of mirrors and she looks like money exchanged i thought that was really great or that she wears a tampon as a float device uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um then we have the let's just say the master of the roast we have jinx monsoon um Michelin with, star chef without roaster. a shadow of a doubt is yeah. the winner of this challenge um so I've written loads of bits it's this idea of like thank you for welcoming me to this imaginary event she <laughs> opens with a like home run um and then this idea of snorting coke off of 
um jinx's dick and she's just like her mother all of the it's just so funny because you don't expect that to be the punchline yeah it was absolutely from start to finish the look was perfect it was giving me judy garland and meet me in st louis with like F Hedvig yeah. was was a redhead. It was amazing. The look was perfect. The jokes got funnier and funnier yeah. and funnier. Now, the only thing, and this is clutching at straws to critique, but for me, the snorting coke off of Evie's dick... Was exactly the same as, as the Snatch the, Game. Yeah, yeah. So for me, it didn't have the same impact, but yeah. it was still very, very, very funny and yeah I just thought she did like it was she was the headline act and yes. everyone else was just nice little periphery bits who all did well they all did well but Jinx was on another level yeah 100% I also love the um Trinity turned to her ex-boyfriend and said let's just be cousins let's just brilliant. be cousins brilliant, brilliant. Abs- absolutely brilliant uh, following on then to Trinity, so really, really funny, but I don't think earns the second place controversially. Okay, who do you think did? I I don't know if, but I I think I personally laughed more at Monet's or Raj's than I did in comparison to Trinity's. I yeah, I think that maybe this one was given on a on a um on a kind of like most improved. Yeah, um, it was. She still really, really made me laugh. My favorite favorite like joke was Evie Oddly don't you let anyone tell you you're ugly I mean you are but don't let anyone tell you yeah that was that had me cackling I just thought it was absolutely amazing um so she she most most, for sure most improved yes um I think she was a worthy winner I think she was on a par with money I would say yeah, so I so I put like the the quote I put down for her was this. Oh, what did I put? Um, M- Monet's like a fantastic musician. She's a great second fiddle to Bob. Yeah, I was like, that's really clever. And you know her, um, you know her mum's a comedian. She she's produced at least one joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really, really clever. I did feel bad though because there were quite a few. <laughs> There are quite a few comments about Monet's mum throughout this roast, and she has a very fractious relationship with her yeah. mother. So I was a bit like, okay, we're going down there. Okay. Um, into then Monet. So Monet, I, uh, so the, the, I've written two again for Monet. So I've said this idea um, that at Jinx's show, I realised I was also an epileptic. Really clever. And that was one that made Rue really, really, really laugh. Yeah, yeah, absolutely brilliant. For me, she opened with a home run when she yeah. by just saying Trinity, you know, this is a first. Like we've got applause and laughs for yeah. a, a RuPaul's roast. And I just thought, what a great way to kind of segue into it. And just um, be off the cuff. Yeah. Uh, absolutely, absolutely brilliant. And then I've also got apart from the like butter uh, get like gets butter, whatever. I've actually put about the um the essence of beauty because that was funny as really uh, that was really funny, and it was also a little bit of a brief foreshadow into the not so distant future. Yes, yeah, <laughs> foreshadow. Um, then in Strader, so bless her, she started with this whole kind of happy shark week, which I was like, that's quite funny. Like that's the sort of humor that I. Like I like mean humor, so that I was yeah. like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. And then bless her, it just, it just went downhill. But do you know what? She laughed at herself and she kept going. 
It was amazing. And also, like, that joke that she stumbled on that started the, the de- demise about mm. Jinx's pearly whites and browns and greys and beiges, that joke was absolutely amazing. Yeah. And if she had landed that well, I think the, the rest of the roast would have, like, worked out differently yeah. she ju- she stumbled on those words and they really threw her but yeah. like Michelle said in the critique she did a really good job of kind of going off book and making fun at her poking fun at herself yeah. which which really endeared the audience to her yeah like yeah it's it it still felt that we were laughing with her not at her which 100%. I quite liked Definitely. and the last but not least we have Viv so this is like I think some people would find Viv set really funny. Yeah, and I'll be honest, I didn't find it like really laugh out loud funny. Viv set, which I was surprised because it's very British humor. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I like what I would say is I would be inclined to agree with you. I wasn't like cackling at at Viv's. Yeah, and and the way I was cackling at Simone's or Trinity's or Jinx's or even Raja's, but it was a solid. It was a solid delivery. It was a solid performance. Yeah. Like she always does, does do well. Yeah. Um, I really like the the joke about like thanks for bringing up my kit. You know my history with kit. Like after, after this day, I want to bring it. You know, I want to start again. I thought that was you know I really I, an opportunity to poke fun at the other girls, but also poke fun at yourself. Yeah. Um, and I. She she does do well, and I thought she closed the show well. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's something there. There's something there that's not quite it. And I do wonder if part of it was she was so worried about the translation into American humor that she held back. But I think she even went down like I went. I think she went down a rabbit hole so far of mm. worrying about that. She was asking questions in the workroom, like. Do, do people say vag in the US? Now, you only have to watch any sort of like co- like comedy or yeah. whatever where they say that, but they actually say it a lot in RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm thinking yeah. of, you know, I'm thinking of the judge that when they did the perfume challenge in season five. Yeah. I can't remember her name, but she says, smells like grandma's vag. Yeah. So like, even it's in, it's referenced in RuPaul. So I think she got so in her head about that, like it not being a, you know, a thing that she kind of freaked herself out. Yeah. She did do well and she closed the show with like a plum, but it, was, it wasn't the best. And I think she could have been funnier. Yeah. For me, it felt reserved for Viv. Yeah. If that makes sense. And, you know, she she's done a bit on social media this week of like, oh, not my best jokes being cut out and she's alluded to jokes that she said and yeah. some of some of which are really funny so she said um you know the only th- the only thing that's been cancelled more than Trinity the Tuck is AJ and the Queen <laughs> <laughs> and apparently that like Rue stood up out of her seat screaming laughing had to like do a lap of the studio like and found it so funny yeah now Perhaps they're not allowed to reference that because of Netflix or whatever, and maybe that's why it was cut out. But it does seem a bit of a shame that, um, like, if she was if she was delivering jokes at that level, that we missed out on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That does that. That would also make sense, actually. Like that, it was far more stripped back because of things like that. 
Yeah, I mean, potentially. And I do feel as though that makes me think that I wish you could get almost like extended versions yeah. of all of their sets. Yeah, I wish there was like a premium tier, like a Patreons or something. I mean, <laughs> we would sign up for that. I'd be like, and take my money. Um, so onto the runway, which I'm going to say oh. is the best runway of all time ever. Just put it out there. Not in terms of like necessarily, I don't think the looks are the best looks all time of ever, but as a collector, imagine it as a runway, as in terms of like a like designer's designer. collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the best one ever. I mean, I just have two things to say, and it tops and tails the, the the collection. Raja's look is potentially one of the best things I've ever seen on the yeah. on RuPaul's Drag Race ever. It was utterly, utterly breathtaking. But Viv's wings were the best wings I've ever seen. Yeah. I loved the fact that they were fluid. I loved that she was able to move her arms and the and the wings came in. Um so I was I was really pleased with that. Everyone else looked gorgeous. Questionable Trinity. That was my least favorite one. Um, yeah. but everyone else did an amazing job. So I would like to redact Jada Essence Hall outfit for the bathroom, and I would like to replace it with one of these ones this okay. week. Um, I'm gonna let you guess again because it's a fun game. Do you want to guess straight off the cuff? Well, I kind of want to say Monet's. No, no, because well, what I will say is Monet's, I think, was absolutely stunning, but it didn't really hit the didn't mark translate. in the same way. Shays, yeah, 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 I can see that for you. I can, you, see. why you know not I have love, all three? Yeah, I, you know, you know, I love a sunflower, like it's, exactly. it's always it's my favorite, some like it's my favorite flower in the whole wide world. I love yellow, like it's my favorite color. Like, I it for me, it was. I mean, I've completely skipped over Raja, but we'll just come back to them. Um, for me, it was the makeup and like the white attention to detail on her face, like little seeds. That was that was. I was just like, this is incredible. Was this perfection. is perfection. This is, and it was beautiful with light and beautiful without light. Mm. I don't think some of them looked particularly amazing with or without lights. So, for example, Raja's looks amazing with or without the lasers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. like. Evie's was beautiful, stunning, as, like stunning lit, but I don't think that translated as well. Mm. Not lit. Whereas I think on the reverse of that, Monet's was stunning, not lit, but yeah. was a bit, was a bit, the lights were a bit too sporadic, yeah, on hers for it to be a real, like, fully conceived look, yeah. Um, but yeah, M- Jada's, Jada's reminded me of you know I don't know if it, it's probably not there anymore but old school like on Honey I Shrunk the Kids and stuff when they would go to <laughs> um when they would go to Vegas and they had that the the cowboy in Vegas that you the light yes. that used to move with the hat that really her mermaid look really reminded me of that yeah it had, it had a bit of a nostalgic feeling to it um and I I, I thought she looked breathtaking but yeah I Overall, I thought as a collection of looks, it was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. So who have we not spoken about? So Jinx's witch at the stake look. <gasps> beautiful, beautiful when lit, but otherwise, I was like, this just looks like a dress. I cannot believe I almost let Breen's John over not talking about Jinx. It is when beautiful. You... When those lights went off and those that flame like went up, it was incredible. Oh my god, unbelievable, unbelievable. And the and the cackle 
Yeah. Take him. You can't hurt me. This is hilarious to me. Absolutely genius. I was going to say when who when you asked who have we not spoken about? We've not spoken about the beautiful Ronan Farrow. <laughs> we haven't. So I must admit, I'm not like Ronan Farrow. I'm not like hugely aware of stuff that Ronan's done, but I really like the suit. <clears throat> okay. Yes. Absolutely stunning. What a very intelligent, worldly, qualified, prestigious, esteemed writer. He right. is the son of Mia Farrow, who was yeah. in Rosemary's Baby. She was married to Woody Allen. Yeah. Um, and had ha- adopted Sunyi with Woody Allen. Right. And then, you know, Woody Allen ended up with Sunyi. Um, so Ronan is apparently Woody Allen's son. However, right. you only have to look at Ronan Farrow's face and, and know, well, not know, but suspect and probably be confirmed that Frank Sinatra is his father. Yeah. Look at his, at his eyes, his lips, they're exactly the same. He, but that's sorry, as, as an aside, what does Ronan Farrow do? He is an inve- <laughs> he's an investigative journalist, Pulitzer winning prize journalist. Right. He was like instrumental in exposing um Harvey Weinstein. Right. Okay. So I so I knew that I knew from like you know, like when you watch like Sky News and you can so I knew that he was in some sort of like journalism, yeah, but yeah. I, and like investigator investigator oh, i hate that word investigator investigator inve- invest oh i hate that word um i i knew that it was that type of journalism but i didn't know if it was more kind of like a um stacy dooley type character right where it's like those sorts of documentaries or if it was like genuine like a louis Farouk type character yeah no he has, you know what i mean he has definitely done both but has like bread and butter as in writing um, right. and that and that's why at the start of the show when they said you'll be doing a roast and fr- like with special guest judge Ronan Farrow she, um, Monet goes we're telling jokes in front of Ronan Farrow because he is so esteemed he's so right. and he's so intellectual and he's you know it well we saw we saw the lighter fun joyous joyful side to him but his job is very serious yeah the work the work that he has done through his career is extremely important and very serious which is why I think Monet was like oh my god we're telling these dumb jokes in front of Ronan Farrow yeah but yeah Ronan Farrow gorgeous absolutely gorgeous very very pretty um I don't think there's anything else runway wise to really discuss to be honest with you but I do want to say that there is bye-bye to the golden plunger because that is no more that is no more a thing just just when you wrote a jingle for it I know they pulled it from us it's just it's rude goodbye yeah goodbye every but everyone's calling it golden plunger everyone's not no one is calling it the platinum plunger. They got that wrong. Everyone. That um, poor intern covered that thing in the wrong glitter. Yeah. The thing is, platinum glitter, I imagine, is quite difficult to pick up on the old on the old camera, you know? Yeah, but you just get silver. Even um, that would be closer. 
That's that's very true. That is very very true. Um, I I liked the bit when the when the rules were um reviewed and it was announced they weren't gonna no no um blocking anymore. And Evie was like, "Fuck, I've not got to block anyone," and she felt really she felt really put out. I really enjoyed that because again, it just it just sort of emphasizes that element of fun that everyone's having with it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think anyone took it seriously. And I, I I, had this, I saw on Instagram earlier, I think it was an article that Jinx has recently done that said that she wished that she could do a best friend season with Ben De La Creme and it would be groups of best friends that came <sighs> in and they did that. And I was like, yeah, that would be amazing. But actually, like, Ben De La Creme couldn't handle the pressure of sending people home. How the hell would she be with a plunger? <laughs> I mean, true, but I guess there's... With the plunging, the stakes are very low. You know, yeah. I think she could handle it for sure. Um, oh, who would be on that? So I'm thinking Trixie and Katia. It'd be Trixie and Katia. It'd be Bob and Mo. Oh. It would be Willem and Alaska. Alaska. Well, probably wouldn't be Willem. It'd probably be Courtney and Alaska because they wouldn't be allowed Willem. Yeah. Um, Raja. Yeah. Ra- would you, Raja again. Oh, no. Manila and Latrice. Latrice. You would have, do you know what I mean? You'd have all the like great Priyan- Priyanka and Lemon. Yeah. Yeah. You'd oh, do, that would like, be all of that. It'd be fun. I would watch that. I think even they could bring back and it'd be Brooklyn and Vanjie. Yeah. It should, and it should be called RuPaul's Best Friend Race. Yeah. 100%. Even if it was like a Christmas special or something like that, Amazing. that would be really fun. That Amazing. would be really fun. Where am I? So, uh, Jinx and Trinity win. Do you agree with those two as winners? I do. I do. Okay. I think that it would have been, it was always Jinx. It was always yeah. going to be Jinx. And it's the third time that Jinx and Trinity have won together. Yeah. Um, it was always going to be Jinx. And for me, it would have been between, uh, you know, a hard call between Jinx, uh, Trinity and Money. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's fair enough. Yeah, kind of, yeah. I feel like that's kind of where everyone kind of feels from what I've mm. seen on social media. I feel like, Shay is living up to her expectation that she said in the workroom of, you know, she feels as though not just having one star is trending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's really buying into that because, girl, <laughs> I, you, do you, know what, you in danger, girl. You in danger, girl. I think what's, I think if you had said to me before we started this season, oh, Shay's going to be the only one with one star, I would have been like, oh, shut up. Like, you're trying to share. Like, I am shocked that she is the one out of all of them. Because she's not, like, unless there is, like, a huge twist. Like, a huge twist. There's no chance. There's no way. Like, no. I've well, they put where, like, at the end of the episode, RuPaul was like, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. And the first person they pan to is, um, is Shay. So, I don't know. I don't know if there is going to be kind of this thing where the, the top person has to give a star away. Or I don't, I don't know. Mm. It was what Bob said on the pit stop this week. He was like, Jinx is is feigning this, like, well, who knows what could happen? (laughs) And they're like, unless Jinx does a cornbread and breaks her ankle, the challenge is Jinx has to give all her stars away. The challenge is Jinx 
you know, hides all stars all around the workroom and everyone has to hunt <laughs> for them. There's no way that Jinx is not going to be in that in that final four. So I think she was, you know, saying that to kind of as a comfort to, to people. Yeah. But when the best person in the room is doing that, it's far from a comfort. Yeah, 100%, 100%. I'm talked. It was actually, there was quite a lot that happened in it and I thought it was yeah. really nice. Um, obviously, they they speak with Sarge, which I was talking about. They speak with, his name's just gone out of my head, the, the journalist who's, who we've just spoken Ronan about. Farrell. And they speak to him about like his amazing career, which is really cool. And then last but not least, they play they play a game of two, like, what is it? Two truths two, and a lie. Two truths and a lie, yeah. yeah. Um, and Monet's, so Monet's, Right, so this is where I'm confused because I know that story about a guy she slept with in London stole her beat headphones. Uh-huh. That's true because she spoke right. about that on the podcast. But whether he then went to the show the next day, that I don't know. Mm. But that part is certainly true because there was a whole conversation with her and Bob about it. Right. So maybe she was she was saying that this one was the truth for her. Well, this one was the lie for the for the fact like shock factor. Yeah. Because there was there was not one ounce of anyone in that room that looked embarrassed. Sheepish, no. Let that made that actually makes you think, was are you telling the truth here? Yeah. So for those listening, I've I've realized we've not actually introduced what the <laughs> so one of one of the ones which she supposedly said was a truth, um, was that she's fucked someone else in the cast. <laughs> I don't think she has. Nor do I. Like, I don't Nor think do. she has. Trixie's outright said, I will never sleep with another drag queen as part of the Drag Race franchise because I can't have that be, like, that following me. Like, no. she's always said I would never do that. And I feel like Monet and Bob would probably follow suit with that. So, okay, so question, if, if she did, out of the girls there, who do you think it was? Viv. Okay. Because, like, they were in London together for a very long time. Yeah. And I feel like that would make sense. Because Viv didn't really show a reaction out of everyone. No. And my favourite reaction was Raja's, I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) I love that they use I don't remember as the... And and Jada was like, "Um, how can you fuck people and then not remember (laughs) you fuck them? (laughs) Um, My money would be on Evie. Okay. Yeah. If, Again, if, they toured together, so that would make sense. Happened, if it happened at all. I don't think it's going to be Trin. I don't think it's no. Jinx. I think Hard and Jinx are almost too close for yes. that to have happened. Um, my money's on Evie. Okay. Well, one day we'll find out. More. But I, I do, I think it's Viv. I don't think right. it's Raja. I, I'm doing it by power of elimination. And I think the only two it could be is either Evie or Viv. Fab. There we go. Um, I'm going to end this. I'm looking at time. <gasps> I'm going to end this with like us playing a game quick of okay. two truths and a lie. Okay, so wow. One second to have a think. Okay. Are these, so I could give you like my my usual two truths and a lie when it's like at work or do you want something a little bit? <laughs> if you want to make it saucier, you can make it saucier. It's up to you, my dear. Okay. Okay, you ready? Okay. Do you yeah. want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go first. 
Um, so three things, okay? I name all my plants. I my favorite food is paella. Okay. And I have a size. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait. I've, I had I had them all in my head earlier. I just want to make sure that I do the same. Oh, and I have a size eight foot. Okay. Okay, so I think that you do name all your plants. Okay. I think that you're. I think size eight. You're you're tall, mm -hmm. so size eight would be potentially. Uh, a truth yeah I, I don't think paella is your favorite you got it wrong I do name oh. all my plants I do name all my plants I'm gonna say seven paella. and a half seven foot. and a half okay and so not far off not far off and um my favorite food is paella because it's my family dish it's what we have for all celebrations oh fab okay love that so I mean I love go. paella and I know, now I know what to make you when you come round yeah my my grandparents lived in Spain for god knows how many years so all my earliest kind of memories of me in Spain so there you go fab love that love that I'm excited go on hit me with yours okay okay um so first things first Barack Obama follows me on Twitter <laughs> yeah um the I at school I played the clarinet and got up to like grade seven on the okay. clarinet that grade eight being the highest yes um and I also um while I played the clarinet played um the cello so Obama definitely follows you I think so I think you played both the clarinet and the cello, but you didn't get to grade seven. You potentially got to grade eight. I feel like that's something you would actually be amazing at. <laughs> so what's the lie? Oh, the, the clarinet. One. The clarinet. Okay, so the cello is a lie. The cello's a lie. There you yeah. go. I would have loved to have played the cello, and that's what it's always in there and I did have some sort of like little saucy ones in there but you didn't go there so I didn't go there maybe that's you can for do, next time you can do the saucy ones that's <laughs> fine my sister played cello for a bit when she was oh, younger it's such a beautiful instrument it is but my mum was like this is a fucking pain in the ass to transport everywhere yeah um <laughs> I wanted a drum kit and I was told no of course you did so that's there you go that's that um yeah I I couldn't think of any fun saucy ones. Um, I will tell you a fun truth though about okay. me this this weekend, which will make you all probably laugh. Um, so I went to, which is also quite surprising for me. I went to my first festival this weekend. Oh yes, I saw. Um, I went to community festival, which is all like indie rock music. Me and Ben had the best time, but I, I we managed to get to the front, which is very difficult to do. But it was very hot on Saturday. And I might have ended up taking a trip <laughs> to St. John Ash. <laughs> because it was so warm, I passed out. Fabulous. And I had to have the guards pull me over the fence 
of the thing. I, I mean, I almost had a backstage experience. I couldn't have got any closer to the stage. Um, <laughs> but I was pulled over the barriers and Ben had to like jump the barriers. I was like, I don't really remember much of it. I had some chips and I had a bit of coke. I was good to go after. Oh my God. I was back no. to Raven at the front. Excellent. Oh my goodness. Oh my. Yeah. And that heat, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that you passed so out. so hot. And everyone was like, people at work this week were like did you not drink enough water and I was like no we would drink they were handing out like uh things of water continuously like security were incredible I couldn't have said that they were but it was just very hot yeah (laughs) yeah I mean I like if they were if there were IV drips up for up for grabs I would have collapsed with you yeah yeah it was good it was good fun uh, but that's a fun little truth for you about my weekend. So there you go. I'm going to end it on that on their spillers so fab, we can get fab, fans fab. back on us and Chris oh can God. get ready for his holly bobs. Um, Chris, final remark. Um, really fun episode. Cannot wait for the um Lala Perusa. Yes. Um, in a few weeks' time, but I will be gutted when this is over because I think this series has been really phenomenal. Yeah, I think this is the like just genuinely. I think it is my favorite season I've ever watched. Ever, ever. Because it's just a good, and actually it's so lovely to not see queens go home and actually just get to enjoy them for a bit longer. So, yeah, yeah, I think my final remark is that I can't remember what the challenge is next week, and I'll do it with Ben. There you go. Excellent. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I hope you all have a fantastic week, Spillers, and I hope you try and get to get in this rain after all this heat at some point too. Yeah. Bye. Bye.